back, everyone, to Jesus and Pancakes. We are your hosts, Kaylin and Alyssa. We hope that you guys had a great week, and thank you for joining us again on our second episode. Mm-hmm. Um, on this episode, we are going to be discussing idols, and a lot of the quotes that we'll be talking about will be coming from Counterfeit Gods by Timothy Keller. And yeah, we'll just go ahead and get started and talk about our different idols in our life. Yeah, and you know, Kaylin and I, we just went through this book, and while reading it, you know, just were hit with the thought of, wow, this this one is doing such a good job of kind of breaking down the content, and two, I think it really just um, impacted us and helped us realize, um, I think for me, growing up in the church, you know, I had this idea that idols were only bad things, right? Like, uh, movies you shouldn't watch, or, um, you know, things you shouldn't do. But I never really understood the concept that idols can also be good things, too, that maybe you just want a little more than you want God at the moment. And it, this book really helped me understand um, that, you know, we all have basically a throne in our hearts where God is meant to sit. And when we have things, whether it's good or bad, but just something that our, our attraction to is stronger than God's, it's almost like that little idol is trying to share the sofa with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like this is just really eye-opening to, and, and helpful in understanding yeah. all of that. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, um, to learn about the different idols that you have in your life. And totally. kind of diagnose them and see how you can change it. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know, maybe you guys have had this thought, but have you ever asked yourself, upon just waking up someday, or maybe it was something like, terrible that happened that was just a wake-up call I hope not but maybe you've asked yourself this of how did I get here and I feel like by going down and, and kind of breaking down your idols there's actually a lot of clues as to why you end up in the places that you do in life um and so yeah I think that's why we're kind of passionate about this topic is just to help um one yeah to help ourselves understand um you know where are we going in life and what are the decisions what are the things that we're pursuing today how is that going to affect our future yeah I agree Alyssa and for me one of the big idols that I used to have in my life before I started following Jesus um was relationships um it just happened last year when I realized okay relationships are definitely my idol and it was a struggle and it was hard for me to figure out how am I going to feel this void of loneliness or whatever it may be? And I thought the way of doing that was through relationships. And turns out that's not how it works because <laughs> as soon as I became a believer, a believer in Jesus, I realized, no, it's I can't fill the void through relationships. It has to be done through Jesus. You know, I think you hit on a lot of, or I think you hit on a key point that all of us at some point, whether we are single, married, divorced, whatever the case may be, I think we'll experience um, one in relationship. So my question for you is how, or what was your big moment of realization? Where did you reach that point to where you finally kind of surrendered going, mm-hmm. you know what, this just isn't going to fill me in the way that, that God's love is. Mm-hmm. What was that moment for you? Yeah. So it all kind of started last year when I started getting back into dating and I just thought, okay, you know what? I have my career. I have I have my friends, I have my family, I have everything figured out. I thought, okay, you know, this is the next step. So I started dating and 
these patterns started evolving and I didn't recognize them at the time. But so for example, um, I started out with one relationship and I tried to have that person feel this void of, okay, if I have this person in my life, I will be happy. I'll be satisfied. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that's not what happened. And, um, you know, we both weren't followers of Jesus. And so then I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's just, just this person. I don't know. So I went to the next relationship and the same exact thing happened again. I wasn't satisfied. Um, there was something still missing. And then that's kind of what, honestly, that was a huge part of my testimony. That is what um, made me change everything and change my life and start following Jesus. Wow. So it was just reaching that place of going, okay, I've done it, you know, my way for so long. Mm -hmm. I've tried all the things that I thought would work in my own wisdom, and yet it didn't. Yeah. And sometimes those are the hardest places to be, but yet when we humble ourselves, you know, and when we surrender in that, something really good comes out of it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even too, just watching you go through that season, like you have so much clarity and wisdom from that whole thing and being able to look back on it. So yeah. Right. Yeah. I think too, another idol is just your identity, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to find your identity in other things. And for me, that was relationships, but it also goes back to your parents. Are you trying to find your identity in parents or your identity in your career? Is your career going to satisfy you, satisfy you? And in reality, it's, those things are, are good, but I guess, you know, um, whatever it may be, I think, you know, some idols are good, like what you were saying earlier. Right. Um, but I think as soon as, Jesus leaves the picture Mm -hmm. then um, and you start focusing to try to find your worth in other things Mm -hmm. or get satisfied in other things it just doesn't work out right right and I love that you talk about that idols can be sort of like the big things too Mm -hmm. and even the small things too a couple years ago for me it was music um one day kind of randomly out of the blue I just felt so convicted about the lyrics and the artists that I was listening to and I had this moment where it almost felt like the Holy Spirit kind of just asked me point blank do these lyrics glorify me and I had no idea how much in that time I had almost like prided myself on always being in the know about like the best song um or even just being able to know the lyrics so that I could sing with my friends um as trivial as that sounds though oddly enough just like music in general um, you know, had kind of taken over and, and consumed a part of my life that frankly wasn't meant to be. Um, and I think that's why we see, you know, in the Bible over and over and over, just this call to do a 180 and to repent um, and to pursue God wholeheartedly, you know, because in all honesty, that's that's kind of what it takes. And I think that's what this book talks about is that when we have those moments, um, of just kind of turning things around, uh, not in our own strength, but in God's strength. But I think when we have those moments, it actually frees us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest blessings of getting rid of, you know, your so-called idols is that you just genuinely feel happier. And it's not this cheesy, fake Christian, like, oh, everything's perfect when the world is going up in smoke. It's, Mm -hmm. you know what, I can look at all of the circumstances around me 
and someone else might be able to say, I don't really see the good in this situation, but because God is at the center of your heart, you are free to have joy in those moments, and it's it's real. Right. It takes off the pressure of everything. It takes off the pressure mm-hmm. of feeling like you need this and this, and yeah, it's definitely a freeing experience, and the more you realize things about yourself and realize your idols, you can start replacing those idols with, with God. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I think that kind of ties into the next point of, um, so one, we obviously understand idols fill a void and, and substitute for in the place that God should be, um, but two, kind of what you said, saying just like the key to being set free from idols is one, to lean into God, mm-hmm. and two, um, I think there's a quote in this book, but it says something along the lines of, an idol cannot just be expelled, it needs to be replaced. Right. Yep. So what would you say in in regards to that of what does that look like for you to not just say, oh, you know what? I don't need this and instead to replace it with something. So now I think of it as, okay, if this is what God wants me to do. So say if, for like a relationship, for instance. Right. Say now I feel like I'm in a time in my life where I want to pursue that and which is great. Um but I also have to remind myself that God is the center of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a, that guy is not going to replace anything because I already have Jesus in my heart. So I think walking with Jesus through these things. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling with something, I think, yeah, like you said earlier, leaning into God and um, just. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right on point with everything. And and even like leaning to God, I mean, that's kind of a broad term um like for me just when I hear that word you know trust in God um I think it's just paying attention to the small details in your life Mm -hmm. what is the first thing that you do when you wake up do you reach for your phone and immediately go to Instagram or do you reach for your Bible you know which object are you yearning for most right at the start of the day um and two I think just not I mean not to sit there and like be a psycho and overanalyze everything but I think just the more aware we are of of deep down what we're actually craving, I think that's a huge way to just surrender it to God. And um, yeah, even like for me now, I mentioned music before, for me, one of the things that I do and I, I try to be aware of is even when I'm getting in my car, um, heading home from work, I, I purposely will put on um, like a worship song or a song that is just has lyrics that are um, exalting God or bringing glory to him. Why do I feel like listening to it at that moment? No, probably not. But I know that at that moment, it's going to reorient my heart towards God. And it's just going to set me in a better mindset. And thus, I experience freedom through that. So that when I get home, I'm not, you know, upset thinking about what happened or not in a mood or anything like that. But it's just the little things that really impact your day that's so true because it's a relationship right and when it comes to a relationship you have to put in the effort you know and and that's important I think that spiritual discipline that you're talking about is very important and you know that's why it's called walking with Jesus because you Mm -hmm. have him in your life while you're doing other things Mm -hmm. and you know he can help you during those times yeah yeah and I also love too that we're talking about replacing an idol Mm -hmm. not just saying um, I don't know. I feel like when people try to do like the crazy diet plans that are coming out, you know, it's like 
just cut out all sugar, cut out everything bad, and then, like, good luck. Right. You know? But yeah. it's, no, that's, one, you're going to crash and burn. And two, um, I think just acknowledging the fact that, yes, like, all of these desires for a family, for a career and a home, those are all good things that God put into your heart in the first place, mm-hmm. and he wants to fulfill those for you. And so I think it's just understanding that it's not saying, okay, I'm not going to, you know, desire to have my dream career anymore. Like, no, continue to work hard in that. Just make sure that, you know, maybe at your job, do people know that you're a Christian first or do they know that you just really want this position? You know, which one do they know more about? Right. Because that's a testament to how do you carry yourself at work? Yeah. Um, No. And also what you said, you just said there. I think an idol in itself could become an idol. Right. <laughs> if you start focusing on the idol too much, then that becomes an idol as well. Yeah. So I think just idol giving, inception. Yeah. <laughs> I think just giving yourself grace and, mm. you know, just listening to the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit and trying to do your best and just keep returning to God, you know, through prayer or reading your Bible or whatever it may be. Yeah. Or just throughout the day, just talking to him. Right, right. No, I love that you tied grace into that too, because, yeah, I mean, this is definitely a topic where it's definitely uh, easy to be hard on yourself and to Mm -hmm. try to put the spotlight on you and be like, okay, I have to do this. I have to eradicate this pattern out of my life. Um, But that reminds me of this passage in scripture. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find it right now in Ezekiel. Um, And I always, wait, where did it go? Okay, wait, hang on. I think I got it. Okay, yeah, so um, I always think of this verse. Whenever I find myself in that rut of, like you said, just being hard on yourself and, like, not necessarily being able to give yourself grace, Mm -hmm. um, it's Ezekiel chapter 36, uh, starting at verse 25. Or, I'm sorry, 26. No, actually, we'll do 25 because it's perfect. It (laughs) It says, and this is God speaking, he says, Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. Ah, ding, ding, ding. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my judgments and do them. And I love that because it so easily takes the pressure off. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, wait, I'm not giving myself salvation. God is. Right. You know? And it's like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I love what you said too about just inviting him into that. Like mm-hmm. yeah, especially um yeah, just in everything. Just thinking of the small ways that you can whether that's like prayer for you, whether that's um having a friend keep you accountable, um, or just having those conversations with your family members too, but just making ways for God to make himself known in your life and and to really get rid of the box that we so often put him in. Right. Just surrendering and mm. Yeah, and I and my hope for all of you guys listening is that if you if you do have idols in your career, if it's your career, relationships, culture, whatever it may be, that as soon as you surrender to Jesus, it is so freeing mm-hmm. and it literally changes your life. And I just remember I just think back to like my times and how hard it was and trying and having this pressure of trying to do this and this and this and trying to fill that void and it's exhausting. So as soon as you just give it up, it's the best. 
So basically to wrap up our second episode, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, if you guys can share any of your idols that you're struggling with right now or your idols that you've had in the past and how you overcame them by turning to Jesus, we would love to hear your stories. Yeah, yeah. And also too, um, always feel free to email us with prayer requests too. We would love to be praying with uh, for you guys and with you guys too. Um, you don't even have to sign your name. It can be completely anonymous. But um, again, yeah, we're, we're always here for that. So mm-hmm. yeah, so thank you guys for joining us for another episode again today. I know, sadly, we did not talk much about pancakes, but don't you worry. We will have that covered next time. Yeah, you're right. We did. Oh, we didn't talk about pancakes. I know. <laughs> now I'm hungry. <laughs> Me too. Maybe that's why we didn't. <laughs> but anyways, we will catch you guys next time. Yep. See you next time. Bye.